And Rabbi Yudanasi was very afraid that Torah stopped there, the oral Torah will be forgotten. Very afraid that the oral Torah will be forgotten. But even though there's a law that says that written Torah has to be written and not taught orally, and oral Torah has to be taught orally and not written, even though it's such a law like that, he felt he had to skirt that law and write in a very brief manner, the oral Torah down. Because his fear was, or Abba explains, his fear was that being that the Jews were starting to spread out into the world, into exile, into Galut, there was a tremendous fear that the oral Torah no longer would be held together in the minds of the Jewish people. When they were all together and there were centers of, of scholarships, thousands and tens of thousands of people in each yeshiva, so there was a surety and a certainty that Torah Shvapir would not be forgotten. But once that started to be lost and we started to be spread out and we have people in different communities and so on, and not going to have centers of scholarship the way we had in the past, there was a great fear that maybe the oral Torah would be forgotten. So he, he had a certain didash that in certain times you're allowed to break the law. When you're worried that the Torah will be mufad, broken or refuted, it's a time you can do it for God and go against the law. And he wrote down the Mishnah. Now, how do you write down the Mishnah? You need, you need a Mishnah was a Mishnah. Every person had a Mishnah from his Rebbe before him all the way back. So he gathered tens of thousands of students, support them all, for 60 years, he supported them. The largest kolel that ever existed. And he started to work for 60 years on writing the Mishnah, on compiling it. And that's what he did for years and years and years. It was unbelievable. So this man is really a person who was more sick than Sabchez Tibur. The person who really was working for the, for the community. Unbelievable work for the community. And yet, the Gemara goes into an interesting thing. Rebbe, from time to time, would leave his position as the king of the Jewish people, leave his position as the Rosh Hashiva, writing the Mishnah down in charge of all the tens of thousands of students. He would leave all of that, and he would go to a certain town, and he would say, does anyone know if Rabbi Tarfun has any children? And they would say, why is he looking for the children of Rabbi Tarfun? He says he's looking for the children of Rabbi Tafa because Rabbi Tafa was a very, very tough guy. And because his temperament was very strong, there was a fear that his children all went off to dead at the cost of them. You have to understand that, but I'm just giving you a brief outline. Tough father, you lose the children. They say, yeah, he has a grandson, but he's off to dead totally. So he went to this kid and he worked to bring him back. Broken kid, left the people, left the community. His grandfather's a great scholar, left him. And then he did this with other children. He found out where children were that were broken children that were off the dead And he went to try to bring them back. And the Gemara asked the question, the following question. Rabbi Yudah Nasi is the Nasi of Klai Yisrael. He's the greatest leader of the Jewish people. He's the author of the Mishnah. He's supporting tens of thousands of people for 60 years to learn Torah and to compile the Mishnah, which saved Torah. 
Why is he spending time on something that usually uh, the Rosh Hashiva is not the guy who does it? You have some guy who's good in Kira if he does it. Why is he going after these broken kids? He says because he found the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Hamotzi, one who is able to extract something beautiful from garbage. Garbage referring to kiddos in the garbage. He's able to extract something beautiful from that and make it into something pure and good. Kefi to hear. It will be like my mouth. God speaking. That one who's more to see, one who's able to take something holy and great from something unholy and bad, meaning able to take a kid who's totally off the dead if a broken kid, and from that turn him into a beautiful kid, he has the power of God's mouth. Like my mouth, God is speaking, like my mouth he will be, which means even if God makes a decree and Rebbe prays against that decree, Hashem will listen to Rebbe and not himself. Rebbe's mouth is greater than God's mouth. You know what kind of blessing that is? Kefiti here means that the mouth of one who helps bring back a person who's broken, who's hurting, he's able to bring him back, become a man again, to stand up on his own, to live a proper life. His re- your reward will be that you could make decrees from God greater than God. And if you pray for something and God decrees otherwise, God will have to listen to you because your mouth is greater than his mouth. Your power of prayer is greater than the decrees of God. You understand it? And nothing else could give you that. Not being the head of Klai Israel, not being the person who returned all the Torah to the Jewish people by compiling the Mishnah, not being the person who supported tens of thousands of to save Torah. All of those are tremendous, tremendous zikriyot. But none of them are as great as the person who brings something pure from something not pure. Who's able to change a person, help him. That is the zikhut that nothing else can give you the power of God's mouth like that. If you have the power of God's mouth, that's unbelievable. That means that you could pray and whatever you want to pray for is going to come true. And it will come true. I have no doubt. I know one time a very big adult went to a certain man. I heard this from the man. And he especially made a whole trip to get this man. He didn't live where he lived. Different city and so on. And he got to him. And this great gadol asked this regular man to pray for him. So the man couldn't help himself. He says, I'll pray for you for sure. You want me to pray for you? I'll pray for you. But, but you're the gadol. I know you. I'm a regular guy. What are, you, what are you coming to me for? I know you're a regular guy. But they say about you that you bring back a lot of people. You have an ability to bring people back to the fold. Back to the... The truth that you have that power in you. You reach a lot of people who are off and you bring them back. And the Gemara Baba Mitziah says that your mouth is greater, greater than God's. And even if God made a decree for bad, you could reverse it. You can reverse God's decrees. God has to listen to your prayers. Your prayers supersede even God's decrees. That's unbelievable. That's the koach of somebody who has this ability to 
change people. It's a rare ability. But this is the reward of working for people, for doing for clients. So we have no idea the tremendous reward that's in here.